Vocal Vision. All right. In today's episode, we talk about how to identify what needs to be said. You know, we all struggle with saying what we want to say. You know, maybe it's because we fear the reaction of someone else or we don't know what needs to be said or what even it means to have a conversation where you say things that you really feel inclined to say for the sake of the conversation, for for getting a, a particular result. And so it's not so much say what needs to be said. We've talked about that before on the podcast, but it's... In this conversation, we're going to talk about how to identify that, you know? So let's dive into both of these ideas, and we can be clear on what needs to be said before we have a chat. You know, when we fear the reaction, we tend to skate or dance or avoid the real topic of the conversation. It could be because there's a past experience where you're looking to avoid something that you've experienced in the past that it didn't have the outcome that you were looking for. So when you said something, then you know that you're going to fear some sort of response. And especially if it's a person who you've said this stuff to before. So let's say we're having a conversation with a relative and you know that if you've said certain things before and it didn't go well, you may avoid saying those things before, even if you know it's what needing to be said. And it could be because each time you've said these things, you got to know or you got a, a response that you weren't expecting, or maybe you got a lack of freedom in your ability to express what you needed to because someone put you down. All of these fears, they lie within the inability to say what needs to be said. And if you're dealing with that, it also inhibits your ability to even see what needs to be said. So you, you can take on experimenting. Come to the conversation newly with that person who you've experienced before, having this fear of the reaction, skating or dancing or avoiding around the real topic of what you need to say. Maybe it's something about money. Maybe it's something about uh, boundaries. Maybe there's certain conversations that need to be said, but you're scared to say it. Now, that fear lies with the inability of, of, of what you want to say, but by taking on this experimenting idea, what would happen is that you could then consider what's the worst case scenario. So think of a, an impact that would have that if said, it would be the worst case scenario. You know, we mentioned earlier of a no, that, that a lot of people get stopped because they don't want to get the no. You know, so they'll try and find ways to have a conversation with somebody that gives the ability or, or the idea that it's possible, but they don't want to say it full out. You know, hey, you owe me money. <laughs> or even, hey, can I borrow money? Or, you know, every time I talk with you, I feel like I get put down. You know, there are words that you say. Or maybe even the conversation is something just as simple as, hey, uh, do you want to go on a date? You know, would you, would you like to work together in partnership? And a lot of these concepts that we have, that we talk about, it really is about experimenting. It's, it's having conversations with people that you trust, that you can do this with, to get the ability to 
to, to feel confident in just saying what needs to be said. So think about the impact that would have if you had the worst case scenario happen within this conversation. And be clear what that would mean to you if that desired result didn't happen. Maybe you wanted to ask for money or you want to ask for a raise maybe from your boss. You know, Think of the worst case scenario of what that desired result would be like would happen. And if you're able to consider what the worst case scenario is, it's almost like you're planning for failure, right? Which you, know, you hear a lot of this, especially nowadays with gurus and people who are talking about giving advice you know you you if you don't f- if you fail to plan then you're planning to fail but that's actually what I'm asking you to do I'm actually asking you to prepare to fail because once you're experiencing that you're going to go into this conversation and this conversation may not be the way or the result that you're looking for it's almost as if you could be with it you know you don't get the desired results that's okay that's what happened. So now that we've come at it from a fear perspective where you may be reacting towards some things or you may be scared to say what you really need to say, you'd have to identify what that is, right? So identify the fear. What is the worst case scenario of the desired result that would happen? Just to give yourself a concept of, you know, it, would I be okay if that result happened? Which means you can step into this fearlessly, knowing that you may get the worst case result. Now, let's say that we've imagined that. Let's say the answer is no. Just say, for example, that's the worst case scenario. Now, I want you to think about your words. So, if you said, like, one sentence, is that enough to identify what needs to be said? Is that all that needs to be said? If you said everything you needed to say in one sentence... So let's imagine this one sentence is like a thesis statement. You know, what would you need to say to get the conversation at least to a point at directing the discussion in a way that it may raise questions? It may uh, set boundaries within the relationship. It may even be pointing at certain obvious elephants in the room of things that you've experienced in the past and you just, you know that has to be done. You know, I had a friend of mine who uh, asked a question about me to another friend of mine. And I thought to myself, why wouldn't he ask me? Why wouldn't he confront me? And so instead of letting that go, I had to create and identify what I needed to say to this man. And it really was, hey, you know, if you have a question, ask me. That was it. And I think I could have gotten a lot of responses, right? So I started to think about all the fears that were possible with this. It's like, oh, um, he's going to get angry. Uh, He may not be my friend anymore. Um, He may consider hanging up on me. And all of those things... It didn't sit right. It was actually a very disconcerting feeling. I I, I just kind of found myself thinking, oh, I shouldn't say this to him. Just by going through the identifying process, establishing that fear or worst case scenario. And after about two or three minutes of sitting with this conversation, I thought to myself, you know, that's not that bad. 
like even if I had this conversation with him and I was able to open up and say, hey, you know, when you talk to John about this topic and John asked and told me about it, I, I felt that this was a an avoidable conversation to have with John because I could have had this conversation with you. And so I started to ask him, I said, hey, you know, why did you ask John about this question instead of me? And he said, well, it was just the right time. I was thinking about it and John was there and I know he knows you. I said, no, I understand that. Okay. But could you have called me? Could you have texted me? In fact, I was even in the next room. I said, could you have waited potentially to ask me? I said, because if we want to get clear on a conversation, you're not going to get clear by asking someone else, this hearsay within the conversation, you know. It doesn't work. It doesn't work in terms of opening up and continuing our relationship. And that's really what we're trying to get at here within this conversation. It's having a conversation where you can open up some sort of deeper con uh, connection with that person so that the conversation becomes worth having. So a lot of things stop us by fear. And now I realized, okay, I need to discuss with him a bit of my boundaries. And by I say a bit, it doesn't mean knocking them over the head with what you require in your boundaries. But it's something simple of like, hey, when you asked John for that question about me, I'd appreciate if you can go ahead and ask me next time. Have a conversation with me because it felt awkward for John it also felt awkward for me and we're all friends here so open up that space have that conversation with me because once it's done once you're able to identify what needs to be said and that's what I needed to say to him I needed to ask him hey are you capable of asking me that question next time instead of putting John into that position to answer for you I can do that are you, are you able to do that? He said yes. And he even said, thank you for pointing it out. He said, I didn't even realize that this type of uh, question that I asked or conversation that I had with John was a wrong thing to do. And I said, it's not wrong. It's just not the best ideal way. So I was able to now have a conversation with him, point it out. We were able to get off and clear everything up that we had done. And now we were able to create a space that anything could be said. Within this conversation, we actually opened up a lot more. It was, it was quite impressive uh, how he was able to kind of realize where we were at within this conversation. Like, what is it that we're saying to each other that really makes a difference? That by identifying what needs to be said and being okay with whatever response, whatever, whatever area that he was dealing with, it was able to be spoken out. He said to me, he goes, well, you know, to be honest with you, I'm not very good with speaking in public and I didn't even realize that I could have shared this conversation with you and had a conversation with you that was more clear because all I really was concerned about that time was the answer. And so through this started to open up a whole bunch of worlds of conversation about like, okay, well, first of all, what was there for you? Were you scared that I was going to get a different answer? He says, no, I wasn't scared about your answer. I said, okay, okay. I said, were there areas that you felt that, you know, that you 
you may not have gotten the answer that you were looking for. And he said, well, you know, if I had asked you this question, and, and the question was specifically, you know, is, does Jeff hang out with this person? It, it's, it sounds so ridiculous when you talk about it. Uh, but it was like, you know, is Jeff friends with this person? And John answered, I think so, yes. And so, of course, now I'm in a place where I'm like, well, that's weird that you would ask someone else if I'm friends with someone else, right? It just feels weird. Why don't you ask me? And he said he didn't want to bring it up because if he had brought that conversation up, it may have been something that you were, uh, you were angry at the other person, and I didn't want to start bringing those types of conversations in. I said, well, hey, man, look, we're talking about it right now. So I feel like it's okay. And even if it wasn't, if he was able to identify the worst case scenario in this conversation, then maybe he would be able to have that conversation with me. But because he wasn't able to identify the worst case scenario of what that conversation would look like, he feared that I would get angry and frustrated. Again, if we had conversations about boundaries, which is the second thing that we're talking about today, then he could have said, hey, Lynn, I know that this is a very difficult question to have, um, but I'm just curious, are you friends with blah, blah, blah? What happened? And so now we're able to actually open up and say, look, man, nothing's really wrong, really, at this stage as it is. But because you didn't bring that conversation to me and you brought it to somebody else, that's now why we're having this conversation. So by having this 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 podcast topic today, I really want you to bring aware bring awareness to you of what's possible when you are scared to identify what needs to be said. Because then you may skate and skirt around the topic with that person and with someone else. So that's an example of having a conversation where somebody else is talking and they're scared to have that conversation with you. But let's bring it back. Let's say now that we're in the conversation, right? Because what we talked about last podcast was preparing the conversation. And and we're going to continue on with that series over the next couple of weeks. So let's say you're preparing this conversation. And you don't have that conversation with anybody yet. You, you really don't know what to say. Sit in that worst case scenario. And be okay and be present to it. You know, I may not get the result I'm looking for. And now once you're able to sit that in, then now let's transition to what's the best case scenario? What, what's something that can be said that if it was said, maybe a yes, a lot of times that seems to be the response would be the best case scenario. If the best case scenario is to be able to be heard and that conversation happens, then you got it. So really, what was there to fear? So we put the fear in so that you could experience it and then we also now transition to the best case scenario so that you could feel the joy of the experience. I apologize if you can hear any of the knocking. There's been construction going on all day. But of course, I've got to record the podcast. So we're just going to roll with it. And then we are able to get into a space where we can be okay with whatever outcome happens within this conversation. If you get the raise from your boss or you don't get the raise from your boss, you could be okay with all the conversation in between. Right? If you get the date and you don't get the date, you can be okay with conversations all in between. So be with that, sit with that, 
And I just want to share this with you today, that when you're able to identify what needs to be said in the conversation, you could also come from a space of where you're struggling to say what needs to be said and what needs to be said to get that desired result that you're looking for. And create that one sentence, create that thesis statement, whatever it is that you know, if you said this one sentence, that would be the crux of the conversation. That would be the point and that what we're trying to get to of what needs to be discussed. You know, raising up these types of issues is not easy, but if we can do this step-by-step process as we continue to go along, it's going to be much easier to get a conversation that even if you don't get the desired result, you can still be. All right, I hope you enjoyed today's lesson, session, lesson. Talk soon. All right, today's lesson, we talked about identifying what needs to be said. So for these next action steps, it's going to be quite simple. I'm going to make it very, very easy for you. It's first, identify the conversation and who you want to have the conversation with. And then secondly, point out whatever the fears, like the worst case scenario for that outcome is, and what's the best possible situation for your outcome. Identify those two things, and you can sit down and very clearly go, okay, I can be with anything in there. So I ask you to decide what's the conversation, what's the fear, and then come up with one sentence that will give you the exact solution of that's all I need to say. Got it? Wonderful. Have a wonderful day, everybody. We'll see you on the next one. Peace.